This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. It's been a long time and I always say this, but I'm back. One of the things that put me off recording was my gorgeous toddler broke my microphone and I was procrastinating on fixing that problem. But thanks to the Patreon supporters of my other podcast, Galactic Suburbia, I have a brand new set of hardware and now I can record this podcast. The other reason is my life's really busy and I found it really hard to find the time to do this podcast. But more on that at the end of the show. I wanted to tell you a little bit about this really fantastic little thing I found at Tesla, which I always get their catalog and I try not to look at it all the time because I can't buy things all the time, but I do like it when they have a little end of season sale. And at the last end of season sale, I got this really cool thing called a hyacinth vase. Now, first of all, I have to tell you that my entire life, I have thought hyacinths were hydrangeas. Like they've both got the H-Y kind of sound. And so I've been thinking one was the other. And I don't like hydrangeas. That's just a thing. And so I thought that meant that I didn't like hyacinths. But then I saw this ad for these gorgeous hyacinth vases. So let me tell you what it is. So it came in a lovely cardboard tube. And in it, I got a tiny vase. Maybe it's about 10 centimeters high glass vase and one hyacinth bulb and the instructions were so cool I kind of love this kind of thing I'm not sure why I didn't do botany beyond first year uni but anyway basically what you do is you fill the vase with water just to underneath the bulb you put it back in this tube and then you put it in a cupboard and forget about it for two months hello how great is that kind of gardening And then every now and then I've like checked on it because basically it needs to be in a cool shed or cupboard at approximately nine degrees Celsius. And it takes about two and a half months for the bottom of the vase to fill with roots and for the flower spike to be five centimeters tall. Well, I've got, I wouldn't say it's full of roots yet. I've got maybe two dozen small roots towards the bottom of the glass bars and lots more roots still sprouting and no sign of the flower spike so that's going to go back into the cupboard after I've been looking at it. All you have to do is ensure the water level stays just below the bulb's base and then you gradually move the bulb into lighter conditions at three to four days at a time until it's ready to be in normal household conditions where you get to enjoy this really pretty bulb. From memory they came in white, pink and I want to say purple or blue and I grabbed the hot pink one but I also grabbed at the same time some more hyacinth bulbs because I realized the whole hyacinth hydrangea dichotomy and I've got those in a pot outside waiting to sprout no signs yet but like the weather's been really really weird here so fair enough bulbs so that was just a really fun experiment Not super fun for a toddler because their attention span is way less than two and a half months, but I've really been enjoying it. That is my quick gardening update. And now I'm going to talk to you about some other stuff. I have to say I've been really under the weather for a while. I was actually thinking about it and I don't think I felt great for whatever definition you want of that word since before I had my first baby. So before I was pregnant with her and so she's about three and a half now. That's a really long time and when you're like unwell for that long you don't really realize 
the decline like if every day is just slightly less good than the day before then you know like how can you really tell and it got to the point where I was really struggling to do anything it got to the point where I had to sit down after 15 minutes of exertion where exertion could be getting up and changing babies' nappies or doing the dishes or even taking a shower. It just got really, really bad. And so doing things like uh, the podcast, which whilst I only talk for a short amount of time, I actually edit quite a lot because it's much harder to do a solo podcasting exercise than it is when I'm doing it on Galactic Suburbia where there are three of us. It's a lot easier to have the energy and people coming in and out and talking and stuff when it's just yourself it's harder I mean it's been less hard than I thought it was once I got started but it does I do ramble a lot and like chop things down to get the succinct pieces that I want and then of course I've got a dog and babies and I cut all of that out and I try to take out all my speech things that annoy me because when you only got five minutes you kind of hear it all so I do spend a lot of time post-production editing And so that then became like a massive hurdle for continuing to record, which is a shame because even though I have a exclusive audience, I really feel like you enjoy what I do. That makes it fun to hear about other people telling me about the crafts that they've done or picking something up because I've talked about it or whatever. So I decided that I would start a Patreon If you don't know what a Patreon is, it's a way of crowdfunding that doesn't have specific necessarily levels where if you back at a certain level, you definitely get a certain thing. You might be backing to just have the production of the thing that you already listened to for free and other people still get the product even if they don't back you. So it's obviously completely optional. It's just a way of putting a tip in somebody's hat. But I feel like that for me, if I actually sign up and I guess one of the reasons why I hadn't done so far was I would have a commitment to my audience that I would record regularly because you can't ask people to support you doing something if you don't actually do the thing. So I've got a bunch of levels and you know the primary aim for me is to commit to a particular schedule of production and then at higher supporters levels I will commit to more frequent production and then also like a bigger more structured podcast. I've got some ideas about how I might do that planning out episodes maybe recording them in bits and pieces and pulling them together and I really like the way that my favorite my all-time favorite the very first podcast I ever fell in love with was called Cast On by Brenda Danes. She doesn't do it anymore but I still have her in my iTunes in the hopes that a random episode may drop. She was like the first podcast I ever really listened to and it was a long, long love. Like it was so long and so deep that I've listened to many of those episodes several times when I've been in highly stressful scenarios like overnight in hospital or stuck in LAX for a long period of time and I like put on episodes of her show and listen to the sweater of the week and and all the stories that she would have and she really liked the idea of presenting her podcast like a magazine that had specific sections and then she would present something for each section and I really enjoyed that it was something that you could rely on and come back and expect every week so I, I kind of think that I would like to move in that direction with a lot of supporters and and money coming in it would kind of really justify my time to do that because now I've become 
a point in my life where time is an important resource to me. That's that. But then I'm also going to let you know about something that's super cool, which is that for Galactic Suburbia, we are now expanding our rewards for our Patreon supporters by setting up a Slack for them. And Slack, it's an app that is a bit like old school chat rooms or like if Twitter was private chat rooms where you can subscribe and you can just chat with whoever is on. And we're going to be opening that up to all our backers at Patreon, but also backers of any one of our individual projects between the three of us. So between the three of us, we have an extra project each. So if you back this Patreon, you will be able to have access to that Slack and that will give you access to um, everybody who is a backer of any one of our projects. And what I'm going to be doing is having a couple of channels that are sort of specific to the themes of this podcast, which is namely craft and gardening, and then be able to have chats about all things gardening and craft and and people can join in and talk about what they're working on or ask questions or ask me to make requests for things to cover in my podcast and I was also thinking it would be cool to do real-time knit-along sessions or craft-along sessions where we can all agree to show up at a particular time on the slack and chat while we craft along and other kinds of things that we might do. I'm about, I'm thinking about starting the new shawl that's going to be a mystery knit along that's all the rage in the knitting world right now. It's called Joji's Mystery Wrap and you need five skeins for that, by the way, if I've just told you this and you haven't heard about it. It's really weird. I'm so out of the knitting zeitgeist that it's just like standing on the beach and looking at the ocean and every now and then a wave laps and touches my feet. And that's kind of how I found out about this mystery wrap because everyone everywhere must be about to do it. And all my favorite dyers are putting together kits of the five and whilst you can go along to Ravelry and chat there and there'll be lots of special places to talk about the progress of that shawl I thought it would be cool if we had you know like a little chat room of our own where everybody that we know who's doing it could just talk along and it'll be much easier to find each, each other and stuff and of course if you also like science fiction or you also like feminist kind of stuff you might also be interested in other channels that galactic suburbia is doing but the great thing is is it's opt-in for all of it so it's opt-in to the whole slack it's opt-in to any of the channels in slack and you can moderate your own experience and be fully in or not in at all so that is how that is going to work and by the time this episode drops i will have my patreon all set up and ready to go but it is in draft form so i can tell you that the Patreon URL is patreon.com slash champagne and socks, which makes perfect sense. So I will be back. The intent is next week, but the commitment will definitely be in two weeks time fortnight in the beginning, because that seems like a reasonable small bite size goal that can be achieved. And um, I've got lots to talk to you about. And now I have my fantastic mic back. So my sound should be better. And I look forward to hearing from you either uh, in email, Twitter, Facebook, or maybe in our Slack, which will start, by the way, on May the 1st. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like, 
Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girlie Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.